Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. From UFOs to ghosts and government cover-ups, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. Oh, hi. I can't say that I didn't know you were going to be here. After all, we are experimenting in the studio right now with psychic powers. Not psychedelics. No, 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 no. That's an entirely different actual study that you can partake in uh, with psychedelics and the mind. But this one, we just wanted to see who was going to show up and listen to this episode. So thanks for being here. We knew you'd be here. Whoever you are. Uh, my name is Ben. And I'm Matt. And we're here with our super producer, Noel, our mascot, who is a skeleton named after Agent Scully in the X-Files, which makes this, ladies and gentlemen, stuff they don't want you to know. But hey, even if you were psychic, you might have already known that. Yeah, that's true. You already know all the things we're about to say. Mm-hmm. Which has got to be a real hassle when you're doing small talk at dinner parties and stuff. Ugh. You know, you can see the night stretching before you, if that is indeed the way that psychic powers work. So let's open up today's podcast with a story about a scientist named Emanuel Swedenborg, or would that be Swedenborg? You know, I'm not sure, Ben. Well, 
Swedish listeners can correct us if uh, and let us know if it is Swedenborg or Swedenborg. But point being, this guy, a uh, tremendously influential scientist, philosopher, um, and also a theologian and mystic, he believed that he had clairvoyant abilities, and so did many of his friends. He was born in 1688. So at the age of 63, he began to experience these dreams and these visions culminating in what became for him a religious experience, an epiphany. But you can hear various different stories about Swedenborg's predilections here. Uh, one of my favorites is something I read as a child in a series of Time Life books that maybe only three or four of you guys listening will remember. That is Mysteries of the Unknown. Nice. You remember these? It sounds so familiar, mm. though I don't know that I can pinpoint a single story or issue. Well, you and I were working together uh, a while back. Gosh, this must be maybe three or four years ago mm-hmm. now, and I caught a wild hair. I went back on eBay after watching a commercial from, you know, the late 80s, early 90s about these books on YouTube. I, I ordered all of them. I hunted every single ish, uh, book down, mm-hmm. and I had the complete set, and it was a childhood dream come true. And in one of those books, all of these books have titles that, will drive the more skeptical members of our audience wild with rage. Uh, things like mystic places, psychic power, psychic phenomena, mm-hmm. and many of these seem related and they overlap, but whatever. I love these things, Matt. And one of the stories I read in a book called Psychic Powers uh, had this party. It was like a, a dinner party in some town in Sweden. And one of the guests there all of a sudden, got up, walked out, was increasingly distressed, walked back in the room and said that a fire was consuming his neighbor's house and that it was going to consume his own house as well. And he knew it with certitude. Uh, the people in the, you know, in the room with him, of course, reacted a bit skeptically because at this time, there was no way this man, Emanuel Swedenborg, could know that a fire was consuming his house. They were far away from Mm -hmm. his place of residence. Okay. Allegedly, it was true. So what Swedenborg claimed to have experienced here and in other instances was clairvoyance, which is a, I don't know, um, kind of inner sight, I guess. Yeah, sure. We could just say clairvoyance is anytime you're aware of something that happens far away, either in time frame or in spatial difference. Um, Allegedly, you know, it's a, one of those things that are called psychic powers, which, like you said, makes the lights go off in a skeptically minded person uh, because, well, there haven't really been any psychic powers proven as of yet. Right. Now, you already know what a psychic power is. If you're listening to this show, it's an umbrella term for several Different kinds of alleged abilities. So he said one would be clairvoyance. What's another one, Matt? Well, telekinesis, moving, sure. being able to move something physical with your brain mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there would be telepathy, being able to uh, hear people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, I, for, I forget what they call it, but it's a form of pyrotechnics where you can use 
you can create fire. Oh, pyrokinesis. Pyrokinesis, thank you. Um, then there would be, what's the one where uh, you're able to, oh, psychometry, where you would be able to touch something, right? And learn things about absorb it. Absorb it, yeah. Absorb it, yeah, absorb the memories surrounding it and stuff. I like to think a lot of these as being able to, if it were one day to be proven scientifically somehow, mm-hmm. that there is some kind of... Uh, quick leap into a fourth or fifth dimensional understanding that like if a a third dimensional being could Mm -hmm. just understand it momentarily or something, some kind of slip in that reality, I guess. Or in that constraint on perception. Mm -hmm. So maybe something like climbing a little bit higher into the fourth dimension just for a second to see the flat circle that is time or something like that. Sure. Yeah. I, that's the only way in my head that I could, imagine it ever becoming an actual thing that was proven yeah and there's some um there's some interesting things we'll get into here as well about the nature of perception itself but maybe it's better to call this stuff non-linear perception because it's still experienced through the framework of other human senses right like what happens when you have a vision yeah you it's almost a dreamlike uh, experience from what I've read. Right, yeah, and everybody's had a dream before, so you encounter these senses or these experiences through the same sensory inputs that you inarguably possess today. You, If you are Swedenborg, you hear the fire, you see it burning, you feel the temperature, you hear the screams, and so on. Uh, it's just not in a way that most scientists would argue is based in your perception of the facts, right? Yeah, and and that's why mainstream science considers these kinds of psychic powers or purported powers and even research into these powers as just kind of uh, bunk, and they're dismissed, unfortunately. Or fortunately, depending on how you think about it. But there are a lot of things that are, let's say, attributed, that these things are attributed to. Uh, One would be a misattributed cause. So having some kind of seizure or something with your brain, a, a neurological issue that causes you to experience something differently than how you imagine it, or you imagine it differently than how it actually is. Sure. Uh, there's also the idea of misattributing uh, psychic power to a mundane cause such as you know, maybe you had earlier heard some information, but mm-hmm. you forgot you heard it, but you retained the information. So it sounds like you're reading someone's mind, but what you're, the only mind you're reading really is your own. And, you know, that's similar to the idea about UFOs being weather balloons, right? Or for some reason you get a small concussion and become unconscious for a few moments. And in that, that time frame where you're mm-hmm. unconscious, which could only be a few seconds, sure. you you know your brain is firing so rapidly. I, it's happened to me before where I was unconscious just for a moment, but I felt like I had dreamed for a night or days mm-hmm. even. Mm-hmm. Um, and the things that I saw and heard felt real to me, but in reality, it was just a moment where my brain kind of rebooted. And then there's also sloppy science, right? Sure, you can look at uh, in experimentations if there were poor controls mm-hmm. uh, over certain things or maybe there was a confirmation bias in one of the researchers mm-hmm. that wanted to prove that it's true. You could even look at flawed methodology. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are all kinds of things that could go wrong inside an experimental setting. Right, with the best of intentions. And this brings us to the idea of the uh, third 
The third pillar that mainstream science typically uses to dismiss psychic powers, which might be one of the more fun ones for a lot of people, the idea of active deception. Oh, yeah, you've got to love the the swindlers and the charlatans. I, I always think of, in particular, and nothing against the guy, but Yuri Geller and some of the parlor trick mental uh, gymnastics that he would do on stage for people. and mm-hmm. Like you know, what? Uh, the whole bending of the spoon thing. There were a couple instances where he could, you know, tell you about your your dead loved one mm-hmm. or something. And, you know, the the using cold reading and other techniques like this, we've seen that it's just something that anyone can do if you learn the techniques. Yeah, so cold reading would be noticing the minute reactions, typically unconscious, that people have when you're speaking to them, which is why sometimes when you'll see self-professed mediums like the Long Island medium, or what was that guy's name, John Edwards? Yeah. Who claimed to speak to the dead? Yeah, he had a show for a little while. You'll see them guess with some pretty open-ended things and intently studying the other person. But despite the dismissal of the mainstream scientific world vis-a-vis uh, psychic powers, mainstream America takes psychic powers as a for-granted fact of life. And we've got a great statistic for you here. Yes, 60% of them at least believe that it's true. They believe at least one type of psychic power is real. Mm-hmm. And this sort of stuff drives the really zealous, self-righteous types of skeptics crazy. And Matt, they can't seem to understand that no matter how rude or loud or bullish they are to people, those people still don't seem inclined to agree with them. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough stance to be hardlined either way, 100%, right? I mean, yeah, I'm, you know what, I'm playing a little bit because I know <laughs> this is a touchy subject for people. But the truth of the matter is that if you are, if you are rude or smug or, you know, condescending to people, uh, then you have to ask yourself if you're really trying to persuade them, um, to change their opinion or evolve it. Because often, and listeners, Skeptics, true believers like you guys know that Matt and I spend a lot of time on the Internet reading forums from people who say things that I will just go out and say are bonkers. Yeah. And then and then people who um, say things that are, you know, that are that are clearly, clearly plausible. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and on both sides of that spectrum that we're talking about, one thing that crops up is that people often have a um a bizarrely contentious emotional stake in it. And uh, regardless of whether you consider yourself a skeptic or uh, someone who has unlocked the hidden mysteries of the psychic mind, uh, we can tell you that the way to persuade people is to have a conversation with them. No one, you know, no, okay, well, first, no one wins an argument on the Internet. We know that. No, not right? possible. And uh, And we also know that um, the implication is is only that something happened to them in their childhood and they're mad about it and they want it to be your fault. And with that in mind, Ben, we have to say this, um, and I'm, we're not going to sugarcoat it. Sure. Seriously, 
Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you solve the world's biggest mysteries or take on alien life. At least not the ones you're thinking of. But they can help take care of pesky invaders in your home. Like the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, and the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know true crime, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. There has been no comprehensively accepted scientific validation of any kind of these psychic powers or let's call them, like you said, nonlinear perceptions. Yes, there have been approximately, well, by which we mean exactly, <laughs> zero and what do we mean, though? You see, you hear all those qualifying terms, comprehensively accepted or mm-hmm. universally accepted validation of this. Well, scientific validation. Scientific validation. So something that we could quantify, that could be empirical. Uh, for such a test to be accepted, it would have to conform to some very rigorous methodology. And, you know, a point that 
becomes sticky sometimes is this idea that extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence, which I'm on board with. Um, it also, it, it's also something that you hear often when, um, someone is making a, a controversial claim because this is such a third rail in, in scientific fields that often just asking the question would be dangerous for your career. Yeah, that could invalidate anything else you wanted to study. Yeah, which is to me a really sad and, and, um, you know, it says a lot of things about, uh, the state of current society and not many of them are good. Yeah, it means the boundaries of a lot of these things mm-hmm. won't get pushed. Mm-hmm. But it is, I do, however, with that being said, I do agree with the idea that if there is something that is extraordinary or, or, uh, up to this point unproven, then yeah, get the paperwork right, get the yeah. evidence, compile the data. And, and another thing, speaking of this paperwork and compiling data, this I think is maybe the most important point for any test of psychic powers to be universally accepted, to be something that people at MIT and Harvard and um, people, well, well, most people aren't reading MIT and Harvard press releases for sure. something that John Stewart would talk about on The Daily Show. Hmm. For, for it to gain some kind of credibility, it would need to be reproducible. And what, what do we mean when we say that? Well, you'd have to be able to have an independent group of people take your methodology, your study, mm-hmm. and reproduce it to the T in a completely separate setting with different people. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they'd use the same variables and everything, um, but you'd have to be able to get the exact same result. Mm-hmm. Like, that's uh, that's a very, very reasonable thing to ask, and I think it's crucial, and unfortunately... Uh, it has not, to our knowledge, from everything we could find, it has not happened yet. And we have talked about psychic powers of various types, right? Yeah, we looked at psychotronics and mm-hmm. the USSR's attempts to figure out what the heck's going on, if there's anything going on, and mm-hmm. then Project Stargate in the U.S. trying mm-hmm. to make psychic soldiers with all various different types of psychic abilities. Right, and this has all been... Uh, this has all been skullduggery so far so Mm -hmm. to be fair there's a lot of stuff there that's still classified but today we're going to be talking about a very specific type of alleged psychic power it is called clairvoyance so matt what what is that really well it's several things uh one of them is precognition that's the ability to see into the future to tell when something's going to happen and to whom um then you've got retrocognition which is the ability to look into the past and see something that maybe nobody else would have been able to see, something, a private moment, let's say. So an example of that would be uh, somebody is walking through a field in, I don't know, pick a country. Uh, Yugoslavia. Somebody's walking through a field in Yugoslavia, and all of the sudden they are struck with this vision of a peasant running out of the woods into a into the field and let's say it's the same field and then uh digging a hole and putting a sack of coins in there and they walk a little further they see the field and they walk right to where the coins are and they dig them up that Mm -hmm. would be retrocognition absolutely Uh, i've heard it used a lot of times when someone experiences the death of someone who perhaps died a violent death and they were able to relive that moment 
to find out who the killer was. I mean, that sounds like a horrible power, but it does crop up in fiction, yeah. Fiction it happens all the time. Uh, then the third one is remote viewing, and this is one that U.S. and the Soviet Union both looked into pretty heavily, mm-hmm. and that's the ability to uh, to imagine a place that that someone, let's say you're higher up, wants you to imagine where some hostages are being held, and you don't know where that place is. Nobody knows where that place is mm-hmm. on your team, but you can write just by writing uh, little sketches down on a piece of paper, you visualize the thing. And somehow or another, you are able to almost astrally project yourself to where that place is, draw a picture of it, and then you can help your team find the, the guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's uh, there's a lot to be said about that, which we'll, we'll say a little bit later because I want to interrupt the flow here. But just think of Men Who Stare at Goats, that film. Yeah, and watch it if you haven't. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. There's one more. Yes, the final one is the ability to communicate with the dead. Whatever that means. Right. Yeah, what what does what does that mean exactly? I mean, come on, we we just talked about it earlier. Yeah. Um who uh who's the Long Island medium? The Long Island the medium, Long all Island these people medium. who can yeah. just tell you what your grandfather is thinking right now. Yeah, and that offends uh quite a few people when they see a, a medium as some sort of snake oil salesman, right, uh, and believe that they're exploiting the folks that they're claiming to help. Yeah, anytime there's money exchanged for that kind of service, mm-hmm. um, a frowny face is what I would say. To me, this is, this is the one uh, that I am the absolute most skeptical about ever happening and and i'll say why a little bit later but we should go ahead and differentiate between one other thing uh many people confuse clairvoyance the alleged experience of clairvoyance with the very real experience of deja vu oh yeah deja vu is a real thing uh the let's say the things that happen in our lives tend to repeat themselves at least in small variations Right, walking by a storefront and seeing a thing, a cat maybe, sure, or walking by and seeing someone in a certain place because that person frequents that place very often. Yeah, there's always the woman in the blue dress with the yellow sun, uh, summer hat. Sure, whatever. Uh, you know, and you, it's one of those things that's tough to to throw away as, hey, this is just completely bunk because a lot of people experience deja vu. I'm pretty certain that you have experienced deja vu, listener. Yes, and perhaps maybe experiencing it at at this very moment. But what is time, 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 time? (laughs) There's another thing that many, many people have had experiences with, and it's the following. So, Matt, let's say you have a dream. Uh, tell me, tell me about this dream. Well, in this dream, I am jogging on a treadmill, mm-hmm. and I am standing on the treadmill is on top of a building in a city that I don't know exactly where it is, but I'm very familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and down on the street, I see all of these cars going extremely fast on this highway, and there are no other cars. They're just it's this one group of cars, and they're all going the same direction down this highway. Mm, traveling in like a pod or pack. Mm-hmm. Okay. And all of a sudden, they just stop. They just stop. And there's a light 
at the very front of all the cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a flash, like a traffic light or? It's not, it's not a traffic light. It's almost this glowing blue light that uh-huh. happens and my treadmill, my treadmill like stops working. So, let's say you have that dream and you remember specifically the moment where you look down, you see the pod of cars moving, the bright light, the, the blue glow rather, uh, and then your treadmill stops working and you don't think about it, but this image stays with you, mm-hmm. right? And later, I guess later in the sense of linear time, right? Sure. If this stuff is true, then a week, two weeks, a year, 20 years, you're on a treadmill. You're in a tall building and you look down and you see, oh, that's weird. Just a couple of cars, and then part of you goes, wait a second. Yeah, you feel, you can almost you feel, feel like it happening. It's the very tip of your tongue sensation mm-hmm. where you're about to just name the future before it occurs for you. And even mm-hmm. if it doesn't come all the way to fruition, like the blue mm-hmm. light doesn't happen, the treadmill stops or anything, still that feeling of familiarity yes. is what you would consider deja vu. Yeah, and I don't want to invalidate anybody's experiences here, even if... I will say that if you believe that you have the power to communicate on a routine, consistent basis with the dead, then you should contact, uh, you should contact people among the living who could help you learn more about this ability because you would, you could be the first person proven to do this. Yeah. It would mean probably a lot of lab time. Sure. <laughs> but yes. it would be for the greater good of everyone. So we talked about these studies, right? These studies of clairvoyance. So let's let's talk a little bit more in depth. So we talked about this idea of clairvoyance and these studies of psychic powers. And you and I have actually done quite a few videos on these. So just to recap, there's a guy named Dean Radden, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he thinks that parapsychology, which is also a name for psi researchers, which is also a name for uh People who are researching psychic powers, which is also a name uh, to their opponents for pseudoscience. Sure. Uh, Raiden believes that parapsychology is just as repre- repeatable as any science, but it's also subtle and complex. And it's subtle and complex because we have an incomplete understanding of it, which can make a lot of sense logically. Because to me, it's possible that there could be some things that we have so little information on that we don't really have a way to um, observe observe or effectively test it, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's possible. It, we have to leave it open that it's possible, right? I mean, you have to... I think that's one of the rules of this planet is that you have to leave room that anything is possible. Something about our Georgia Guidestones episodes and Noel's documentary... Whenever somebody says, uh, leave room for, I always think they're going to say leave room for nature. Yeah. Leave room for nature. Well, Uh, and and nature, as we've seen with nature, uh, sometimes it's fairly randomized, right? Uh, Yeah, or at least appears so, right? Yes, it appears. And and this is all because of our so far limited understanding of a lot of the minute processes Mm -hmm. that that speed nature and time along. We're getting there. We're getting closer to a lot of these answers, mm. uh, but we've still got a long way to go. Like in our video that came out earlier this week, I think it was the three things about your brain that 
no one understands. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found that despite living in the 21st centuries, we record this, some of the smartest neurobiologists in the world are still trying to figure out some of the basic cognitive things that happen to you every single day, unless you're a robot listening to this now. Yeah, every memory that you create, mm-hmm. how does it physically become a memory? Every every decision you make, what makes it for you? Yeah, and does it happen a, like a second before you choose mm-hmm. to do something? Is your like how does yeah. where where does your consciousness come into free will? That was one of the most fascinating things that you talked about. Uh, ready, what is it? Readiness uh, potential. Readiness potential. That's fascinating. Yeah, Noel, if we could have uh, a little bit of trippy music here. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you solve the world's biggest mysteries or take on alien life. At least not the ones you're thinking of. But they can help take care of pesky invaders in your home. Like the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, and the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. 
Their expertly trained technicians may not know true crime, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. So, regardless of where you're sitting now or walking, you might be working out, you might be making something to eat, you might be in your car or on the train, take a second and, and try to feel where you end and where the world begins. So you can feel your clothes, right? If you're wearing clothes, you can feel your clothes because those are one of the closest things to your body. But then where does your body end and where do you begin? Is there a division? All those neurochemicals and synapses firing in your brain, what part of them is you? How much of that stops before you stop because we know a person can live without legs. We know a person can live without arms. We know that people can live without large parts of their brains. So what are you that's actually listening to this podcast? And without understanding what the nature of consciousness actually is, it's, it's damnably difficult to try to understand what consciousness also does, right? Oh, that's, yeah, man. Oh, God. This is the kind of thing that keeps me up at night. Uh, well, a lot of these things that we talk about keep me up at night, yeah, but okay. this one in particular, because just trying to nail down what, what I, mm-hmm. the thing I, big I is. Yeah. Is it, is it sort of a, uh, just an extension of a Jungian archetype uh, with the super consciousness really being one. Uh, what was the Bill Hicks quote? Which just one super entity continually experiencing itself kind of deal. Yeah, the universe experiencing itself just over and over and over again. Right. And, and you know, how would we even begin to measure or prove that, right? Yeah, sure. So with, uh, with the Raiden guy, with Dean Raiden, one thing that he was associated with, I believe, was Pear, right? These are the guys that you and I did a video on earlier who found or argued they found, um, what was it? It was a connection between probability and a conscious observer and whether or not if, let's say, I think the experiment was they had ball bearings dropping down mm-hmm. uh, into, were they the little buckets? Yeah. And... If you, they had people sit there and consciously want the ball bearings to fall in certain buckets mm-hmm. or a certain order. And they said that they got a measured, uh, a measured difference in when someone was consciously trying to make it happen. Yeah, a measurable effect, not a large one, mind you. And they're not, again, they're not touching or manipulating the thing at all, the ball bearings or right. the boxes. They're behind glass so they mm-hmm. can be blown on or something like that. But, this this stuff, uh, although Raiden and the team sort of went to went to quantum mechanics as mm-hmm. some sort of explanation, they looked at non-locality, backwards causality, and stuff like that. They've been heavily criticized by physicists and psychologists 
and uh, especially physicists who study quantum mechanics, because you know, you know that those physicists have to be so tired of quantum mechanics being whipped out as just the the quote unquote scientific explanation behind everything. It's a fun word, and it's a ridiculously complex subject, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I can imagine it would be quite annoying if someone is just applying your field that is so complex to this thing that seems probably pretty mundane and has nothing to do with it. And we know one of the other big studies that you briefly mentioned was Project Stargate. Could you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, it was the idea that we, I think the conclusion that we came to when we discussed this earlier was that during the Cold War, both sides thought that the other one was, you know, making some kind of gains in whatever this psychic soldier thing was. Yeah. And in order to stay ahead of the game, you know, ahead of your enemy at least, both sides had to put money into this. And they were studying all kinds of things, like we said, telekinesis, remote viewing, uh, just astral projection, all that kind of stuff, being able to spy, make a super spy essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, And it didn't go so well. At least, uh, at least if you read some of the reports, but we can't get all the information, as you said earlier. It's, mm. some of it's still classified. We, we ran into something interesting here because for a time, uh, people in charge of the program believed it was working. And then, you know, you have to ask yourself, do they believe it's working because it's a solid paycheck? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, or are they getting measurable data? This, this idea of traveling via the mind and using a sketch to depict what you have found is tricky because there's a little bit of subjectivity or interpretation there where someone could look at a triangle and say, you know, oh, he went to the pyramids or, uh, oh, he went to the top, the very tip top of the Washington Monument, right? Um, it's, it's difficult, but we do know that there was a lot of money poured into it, and for a time at least, people seemed happy with the results, facets of the United States government. Uh, the most successful of those people was a guy named Ingo Swan. We also know that Sony researched uh, this as well, which, when do we, we talked about that with Pear, or was that a different video? They're, they kind of jumbled together, but the Sony one, I think, was a completely different video. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they're looking at ESP. Um, uh, yes. Yeah. But that that still is weird to me because... <sighs> they use children yeah. in the testing. But it all seems to be, it seemed to me, like, I think the big question that we asked was, why the heck would Sony get into that? Right At the time, they were making electronics. I mean, they still largely make electronics sure. and movies that enrage the DPRK. Um, but, you know... Why? Why the heck would Sony get into that? And it made me, it made me just think about their CDs. Do you remember the ESP technology on CDs? The idea that the machine would read far enough into the CD that if it skipped, if it physically mm-hmm, skipped, mm-hmm. it wouldn't miss a beat because it already knows what's going to happen. Dude, 10 seconds ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought when I initially heard about that subject that maybe they were, it was just some kind of miscommunication that they were actually just studying the ESP for that. Some, uh, mistranslation because those acronyms stand for very different things. Yeah. And it turns out, no, they really did. Yes, they really did. And when they 
stopped this program, which went on for a while, mm-hmm. when they finally stopped this program, uh, I want you to picture something like, I don't know, uh, it's the beginning of one of the Ghostbusters movies where Dr. Venkman is holding up those cards and uh, and the person has to guess what's on the card. It was kind of similar to that. And ultimately, Sony's reason for folding the program uh, was just bizarre and fascinating to me. They shamalons me, you guys, because mm-hmm. they didn't stop the program because it was unsuccessful or had middling results. Indeed, in the memos where they talk about the cancellation of the program, they say they found something that works and that is at least worth researching more if they were academics, but they're not. They're a business. So weird. And they said, we can't figure out how to make money off this, therefore we're not going to do it anymore. I feel like they just got a big budget surplus for a year and they just went, you know what, let's prove psychic powers. I don't know, but you're like a little more skeptical with this stuff than I am, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I I don't know. I live too long, Ben. You live too long, Matt. As well, a younger person. <clears throat> um, Sorry. There's another study that was pretty interesting that came out uh, from a Cornell professor named Daryl Bim, which we mentioned in one of this week's episodes. And Professor Bim, I almost said instigated, he created a very uh, fascinating study where he would do the following. Check this out. So he would give these student volunteers a list of words. And these could just be like random words. They don't have to be fancy. So they could be like brim, uh, exit, gazebo, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he would give them this list of words. And they would just, he would give them a few minutes to read it. And then what he didn't tell them is that he was giving them a surprise quiz at the end, after they've read these words, where they would, be given um, the surprise quiz to test. They remember the words, what the words are, etc. But here's where it gets crazy because at oh, the, I've heard at of the this. third, you remember this, I think we talked about mm-hmm. this, the third step of the test was that after they had taken the quiz, uh, the computer program randomly selected a few of the words, not all, but a few of the words for additional study and it had the students retype this word so you would Mm -hmm. maybe out of um brim exit and gazebo you would need to type exit like three times or several times right this would be a much longer it's a much longer list than just three yeah and uh this weird thing happened in the data when he looked at it and the way he compiled it he said wow these students are doing better on the test based on the words that they, you know, studied or rehearsed after the test. The randomly selected words. The randomly selected ones, yes. So the students didn't know there was going to be a test. They didn't know they would have to study after the test. And somehow their performance, perhaps, possibly by coincidence, uh, went up, uh, possibly by, you know, again, sloppy science, which is the running accusation that mm-hmm. happened um the paper was first in the news in 2010 published in a fairly prestigious journal in 2011 and since that point people have been arguing about if this is true and multiple multiple studies come out again saying that there is no such thing as uh psychic powers but we think that for those of you who believe in these sorts of cognitive abilities that 
keeping up with folks like Daryl Bem is going to be going to be interesting, perhaps even instrumental to your argument in the future. Awesome, Ben. I think this is the time mm-hmm. where I'm going to do the thing that you usually do to me. When oh, but I, I've been talking the whole time. I know, but that's too bad. This is the part where I say, Ben, is there a psychic power, maybe all of them, or just one that you really believe in? One that you think we just don't have the grasp on yet? You know, I've uh, I've quarreled with that question because... This is a little bit of biography, but in my family, I'm not going to say which side or which relatives or whom, uh, in my, in my family, there's been this long tradition going back a weirdly long amount of time of, uh, people in my family being accused, not by people in our family, but outside of the family of being some sort of, you know, witch person or things like that. Ooh, warlocks. Sure. And I, I think a lot of that goes back to the Melungeon thing. Honestly, it's just some sort of othering. But, uh, I have a, I have a hard time saying that there is a silver bullet everybody has or anyone can do it kind of power because what we know about the human body, every other thing the human body can do is that most people can do the same things, but only to varying degrees, right? In the detail, we find the heroes and the villains, right? The degree of their ability, which is why some people are Olympic runners and other people heave when they get upstairs, So if there were some sort of psychic power, then logically it follows that this ability would have to be present in some way in the majority of the human population. Right? That that makes sense. Okay. I'm building up to the answer. I got you. Um, So the next, I I gave you my my bias, which is pretty anti this stuff Mm -hmm. growing up just because of of, um, my personal life. But I'll also say that given how little we know about both the nature of reality and the nature of perception in the human brain, it is completely possible that we understand the the skin of perception or the surface of it, but we don't know the machinery behind it. Now, of course, I I know that some people could say, well, you're just dwelling on a few uncertainties and making them bigger than they are. But we're not, uh, because there are just these massive, massive gaps in knowledge about cognition. And that's not even verging on the, the metaphysical stuff, right? So is it possible then that there is something about our perception, which we do not understand? Or is there, there's some alleged potential or, or some possible thing? Then while I'm carefully hedging that, what I am saying is, is that, yes, it, it is possible that given the lack of understanding we have about consciousness, that our, our cognitive abilities, that our ability to think, you know, who am I, what am I, that self-aware part of us may be able to do or see or encounter more stuff than, than we know. And I know that sounds kind of hippy-dippy, but I'm not saying that there are any psychic powers I believe in. What I'm saying is that it's just as 
credulous and naive to say that the possibility categorically does not exist. Saying something hasn't been proven and saying it will never be proven or does not exist, those are two very, very different things that people, sometimes with the best of intentions and sometimes conveniently, confuse. Very nice, Ben. What about you? I'm going to submit to that answer. I just need to write down a few things. (laughs) No. Um, I, I have just a very simple observation, and I think, just like you said, with our holes in understanding and perception, and I think time, the way we understand time mm. is a bit wonky still. Mm-hmm. Um, is it an actual thing? Does it really exist, or is it just something, an app, and a name that we have applied to a dimension? And, Not a bad idea. And I think that perhaps... The way that our brain functions and our neurons, because we've got so many questions there, mm-hmm. I think there may be some kind of link between a fourth dimensional understanding or, a, excuse me, a fourth dimensional plane sure. and perhaps the way that our brain functions. That You know, that's a really interesting point. But try and scientifically prove that, I dare you, because you probably won't be able to do it, at least not for a while. Yeah, the- prove something, we would need to have, again, an observable, reproducible, Mm -hmm. uh, measurable effect, cause and effect, and a thing that we know always produces thing B. But here's the thing. What if it just doesn't work that way? Then that would mean that it's not real right but it's i guess i guess uh my head goes to things like holographic universe theory uh some of the more abstract ideas about the universe as a whole mm-hmm. and in general reality mm-hmm. um that would be my only the only reason that i can would allow for this type of thing to be real to unless me, it was proven to me it would be more like if if it seemed that these things were not reproducible at all but if just for argument's sake we knew that something was real it it doesn't matter we can take uh i don't know let's make one up telepathy right Mm -hmm. we take telepathy for the sake of argument and say that somehow you know i everybody listening knew that telepathy was real but we couldn't we couldn't reproduce it because it didn't work that way then what that would make me go back to would be the methodology of the science because it seems like if something does not appear to be reproducible then and you know it is a real thing then you find a way to reproduce that stuff <laughs> i was going to say you you find out what other variable is in mm-hmm. there that's dirty in the test tube because that's probably what's happening and i think um dean raden's argument about uh this sort of stuff being real but subtle and complex is an argument toward that perspective that there are multiple variations or excuse me, multiple variables that we have yet to find. Um, with, with that being said, um, I have, I have like most people been in some really weird situations. Just sounds like the beginning of a totally different <laughs> story. Um, but I always, have gone to the idea of what I would call the boring stuff first. You know, maybe I, maybe I somehow unconsciously knew that there was always a lady in a blue dress with a yellow hat somewhere, right? 
maybe you saw a similar pack of cars stop on the interstate on TV four years ago, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we have to be honest that there, there are a lot of charlatans out there who want to, um, prey on people who are emotionally vulnerable. So you have to be careful, but also, also you and I have talked about this long time. And I think listeners, if you're, if you're still on board with us at this point in the game, you agree with us when we say that, um, there are very few questions that are not worth asking. Agree 100%. So let's put it to you. What do you think? Is there any truth to any of this stuff? Have you had an experience where at least that you can't explain scientifically of why you saw something? Oh, one more thing though. I'm sorry. I have to jump in and say this one more thing. The absolute craziest, craziest stuff that I read about. Okay. Matt, what if this ability to see through time and space and influence events and nonlinear perspectives, what if it's real? And what if someone doesn't want you to know? And what if these people, dare we call them time lords, uh, <laughs> what if these, seriously, what if these people are, or these entities are retroactively discrediting the ability of psychics around the world, which is, this week's craziest thing been read on the internet. <laughs> For the record, I don't believe it. Okay. But maybe I've been influenced by uh, the future. How would you know? How would you know? Um, there's one thing that you can know for sure, though, and it's news about uh, the show, about stuff they want you to know. Yes, you have asked for it, and we finally got it. Guys and ladies, we have a store where you can buy t-shirts, stuff they don't want you to know, customized t-shirts. They are awesome. Ooh. There's a global, mm -hmm. Illumination Global Unlimited shirt. Mm -hmm. And, yep. you know, if I am ever walking around on the street and I see somebody with one of those shirts on, uh, I don't know, I'm just gonna, I'm probably just gonna have to run up and hug them because that is the coolest thing ever. I'm not a hugger. I'll buy you a beer though. Oh, I'm going to give you a hug. Watch out. <laughs> um, yeah, and we'll be adding more designs to this. We did a couple of these designs ourselves. Um, we'll be adding more stuff, and we want to hear from you. Uh, we want to hear what you would like to see on a T-shirt um, or if you, know, you want a hoodie or what we should do because yeah. really sky's the limit. Yeah, and it helps support us. So, you know, if you do spend some money there, we really appreciate it. There are so many other ways you could spend your money. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you, you know, if you give us some to support our show, uh, we are just really grateful. So go to stufftheydontwantyoutoknow.spreadshirt.com. Check out our store, see if there's anything you like. Then, uh, you know, you can find us on Twitter or Facebook. We're at Conspiracy Stuff in both of those. Uh, you can send us a message that way, or you can always contact us through our email. We are conspiracy at howstuffworks.com. For more on this topic and other unexplained phenomena, visit youtube.com slash conspiracy stuff. You can also get in touch on Twitter at the handle at Conspiracy Stuff.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Attention, true crime enthusiasts. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals. Your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Dealing with pests can be a pain, but relax. Terminix can help. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. With over 95 years of experience, they have what it takes to take on any pest problem fast. If your home or business has pests, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com.